Welcome back to the podcast. We are doing a mini episode today, and we are going to be talking about voting in Texas. It is a time to start voting. Voting early started October 24th, which was, yes, two days ago, Monday. Yes. So, Texans, it is time for you to go out there and start voting. And let me tell you about elections in Texas, because that's what we're talking about today. Where you need to be going. Okay, so early voting starts October 24th, and it's from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. So there's no excuse for you not to be able to go out there October 24th, 25th, 26th, 27th, 28th. Guys, early voting goes through November 4th. Election day is November 8th, 2022, and it's 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Do not wait for election day to vote, guys. Do not wait for that. You've got a nice... Uh, what is it? One, two, three, maybe 10 days for you to do early voting. Rusk and I went to do early voting yesterday. So tell us a little bit about what it was well, to do early voting. First, I'd like to just say that the majority of people I saw early voting and what I've seen voting over the last 10, 15, 20 years, it's always the older age demographic. Yeah. And they are making decisions for the generations that are coming in the future. And what they are, what they experienced and what they represented and what they are used to is not where the world is always headed. There's always a little bit of a disconnect there. We need the younger folks to come out and vote. They are making decisions for you. They're making decisions for your future. Not to say anything, but they got 10 or 15 productive years left in this world, maybe 20. And then you guys have an entire lifetime left. And it's just frustrating. Not, nothing against them. They have a right to vote like all of us. But we'd like to see some younger folks come out and vote. Some uh, yeah. some kids in their in their once you turn eighteen, you should go vote. In your twenties, in early thirties, they think they think the vote doesn't count. They think your vote doesn't matter. It yeah. does matter. It does. It's it's an extension. Or, um, it's it's one. It's a cornerstone of our democracy, and it's not always guaranteed. It you know American history and American democracy is only a couple hundred years old, and it's not always been that case for the better part of human history. So you should definitely go out there and vote. So I have a plan. And um, these last elections, I've taken my girls. They're 12 and thir- they're 13 and 14 now. Oh. But I can tell you this. In 2016, I loaded up our little red wagon and we made signs. And we were part of demonstrations. We were a part of protests. We were mm-hmm. part. We've gone to, to uh, Austin to be part of either speaking in front of, you know, at, at, in, in sessions mm-hmm. and, and saying what needs to happen for us. We've also been on the other side where we're outside, you know, making sure that we show up and yeah. with, with the mass is like, okay, we're, we're doing direct actions, but we're also becoming involved in voting and showing up for meetings and putting our names on agenda so yeah. we can speak. Um, they've been doing that since 2016. So my girls don't know anything different. So voting for them and, and has it's just been part of like brushing your teeth yeah. has been part That's of like fantastic. you wake part up, of life. Right. part of your life. And, and even now the girls are like, mom, did you go vote already? Yeah. I'm like, no, I haven't voted. Okay, well, we want to go with you. Their dad already went to go vote. He is actually the vice, uh, vice president of the Maryland uh, Democrats. So he's very super involved. We're both, you know, even, you know, we have really good things that we do right. as parents. Um which is civic engagement and making sure our girls are right. having a badass, you know, education and opportunities to develop their talents. 
this voting and I and I always have a joke because on my on my show my podcast I always say la ya va a empezar la super comadre con las elecciones like super comadre is already going to start with her election thing I'm always talking about elections because if, like you said Russ if you don't become part of the right. process then the process is created for you exactly. and it's not going to match you right, right. Then, so and then you don't you don't get to complain exactly exactly you know, and the thing about it was like yesterday we went to vote and it was really filled with older people. Older people don't have kids in schools anymore. Right. And as mothers and fathers, we are concerned about schools. We're concerned about their education, the public school education, how many guns are getting out there. Um, it is really, it is really our, it behooves us it does. as parents in this generation to definitely take stake of what's happening in our kids' lives. Yeah. So we cannot wait for the old people to always vote the status quo. They will keep things as they are as long as they're happy and they're not paying anymore. But they don't have kids in school anymore. Yeah. Right. Maybe grandkids, but I don't, I don't think they give a shit as much as a no. parent does. No, no, no. I no. really don't. I think no. they're going to say, oh, don't tax me. I don't care. I don't, my kids are not in school anymore. Yeah. And yeah. I think, too, is, is the messaging as what's going, what's being put out there. I want to say, and I want to say, I'm not going to, I'm not saying to praise it as for what they're saying, but I'm praising how they're doing it. There are some, there's a party that is really good about mm -hmm. the messaging and the marketing and making people feel afraid. And that fear is what's driving some of these votes instead yeah. of stopping and looking and what is this candidate really talking about? And how is this going to uh, um, not just affect me, but also the kids my neighborhood because in the end you know the kids the young folks are the ones that are going to be taking over yeah you know if given that possibility to take over once the, the i want to see the boomers once they're transitioning out of the the profession and and the prof yeah. the, the the roles who's going to be coming in and taking over who's going to be coming in and taking those those making those, those decisions points. yeah absolutely yeah no and i think it goes back to like really taking stake at who is being affected by the things now. Yeah. So, for example, there's a few things on the ballot that are, like, super important and that we need to talk about. There's a few elections that are extremely, extremely important. Right now, for example, county commissioner is very important. Yes. We have Jack right. Jack Cagle right mm -hmm. now in county commissioner, and we are endorsing Leslie Briones. Leslie Briones. Yes. So am I. Yes. Yeah, so Russ and I are endorsing Leslie, Leslie Briones, Briones as the county commissioner yes. for Precinct 4. And why is that important as a balance? Because just in case Lena Hidalgo does not get reelected, right. mm -hmm. we have a conservative at the helm mm -hmm. as a judge, right. as a, what is it called? County judge? What is yeah. Lena Hidalgo? Just judge. judge. Right. Judge, um, as a checks and balance, as a checks and balance. So right. definitely, yeah. we're endorsing Leslie Briones, somebody we've known for a while now. Yeah, and she's been a part of the podcast. By the way, she, her episode is going to be on the podcast next right. week, and uh, that way you guys get to know a little bit more about her. She talks about her history and why she's running for office. Mm -hmm. There's always a backstory for that, and then um, also we have um, okay. So I wanted to talk about the ballot because yesterday we went to vote. And it's a very long ballot. Yes. Yeah. So they, they did away with the straight party voting right after 2020. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, right? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, Republicans got upset mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, that's how, you know, some say Lena got in, elected and some typically conservative voting demog uh, districts got elected uh, that, that had flopped to the Democratic side. Uh, through the straight, so there's no straight ticket ballot. You got to go through each one. Each person. Honestly, it's like yeah. 130 that I think I counted. So it's a okay. good seven, eight minutes. Uh, a lot of judges on there. But I think I just want to kind of add to what Alicia was saying was that 
you know, the county judge and the county commissioners, a lot of folks don't think that affects you. And it's honestly, you live in the county, even if you live in the city, you have a separate uh, city council. It's just mm-hmm. on the county side. And, you know, this they, they control the purse strings for roads, for bridges, for parks, for health care services, the Bentob or the yeah. Harris County Hospital District that right. goes to pre-K less, programs, pre-K preschool programs, programs, education. There's mm-hmm. a lot of money that comes out of at that particular budget that affects people on a daily basis. A lot of people like to go vote for presidential elections yeah. because, you know, it's sexy and appealing, right? Yeah. But the presidency and the federal government have so little impact on our daily mm-hmm. lives. The county and the city have such yeah. have, have bigger much impact. Right? Right. Bigger impacts. Bigger, such stronger impacts. I, I'm, I'm with you with, with who I'm endorsing as well, which is Leslie Briones. I too had a, ha- had a chance to meet with her and talk with her and interview her. She's yeah. an educator. Yes, she is. She is. Right. She's a professor. Right. She's been well. in there. She knows what it's she like does. to to be with the kids, to be with the community, and to know and to be connected with it. Yes, that's true, and I think that's one reason why we're um, voting for her and endorsing her is because she does have personal experience mm-hmm. in that sense. Um, education. Um, she's also a professor. Mm-hmm. She's uh, been a judge and a, and a lawyer for a while. Um, so, what can you? What kinds of things should you be bringing? So, acceptable forms of ID. If you're 18 to 69, you have a photo of a registration certificate, right. obviously, a certified U.S. birth certificate, utility bill, bank statement, paycheck, um, government checks should show your name. Voters who do not have a subject form of ID or a supporting document with them may vote on a provisional ballot. You must come to any branch locations. Um, let's see. So you're going to get a ballot. And so yesterday, it's a two... It's, it's, it's a, a little it's, bit different now. It's a little bit different. Yeah. It's a little bit... Cumbersome, actually. Yes. So it's two pages, and they're very long. So you have to insert a page at a time because, honestly, it is a lot of people on the ballot. Yes. You've got to go through every single person. So come ready, come rested, get your arm ready, exercise. I always Do say- a little bit of like an you, arm exercise. You've got a little chair that's portable. Bring your little, your, your chair, your, you know, bring your snacks, bring your water. It is two pages long, so be ready for that, but- do not hesitate, because yesterday yeah. I was around a lot of old people mm-hmm. who tend to vote conservative, and they did mm-hmm. not care that it was long. They love it. They are so proud. Mm-hmm. So young people get out there. Let's counteract these people who would rather keep the status quo, and yeah. let's vote for progress. Yes. What's you, progress? For me, my my vote keeps going back to Rob Elementary. It, keep, it keeps going back to Uvalde. I'm an educator. I am always going to be an educator. Even with my new position, it's still educating and, and supporting and guiding. But right now, these parents in Uvalde have rallied, have come together, have realized the power of their voice, and have realized that the people in power that can yeah. make decisions right now are not doing it in their favor. Starting from the top, from the governor. They have not called a special, a special session. They have been demanding it. That hasn't happened. So with that, that is where my vote's coming from because I am, I'm so connected with education and teachers and parents and, and the kids that are being serviced by our public school systems that this person in charge who has the ability to move things is not doing it for their kids. Now, here's what really got to me is that story of DNA kids being sent out to parents in case this happens again, another massacre. That is not an answer. What do you mean? 
DNA case that in case there is 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 a, another mass shooting uh-huh. that you have already gotten a DNA kit, you know what your kid's DNA is. Oh, your DNA. So oh. that in in case there's another massacre, we can readily identify your child. That to Without me, addressing the gun issue, it's fucked up. That is not an answer. Now, I want to know. Here's what I want to know. Follow the money. Who got the contract? Who's related to the people in charge that got the contract? That is because that's what I see now is dollar signs. I don't see children's faces. I see the 21 faces. I see the teachers, Irma. I see her because she was my age or our, our age, close to our age. I see their faces. I don't see a a dollar sign on if this happens again, who's going to get. See, that's just the thing is we need to follow the money. We need to follow the pockets and we need to realize are these people that are in charge really invested in the kids and the families and the communities? Are they just invested in the people that are helping them get into their position? So when I heard that story of DNA kids versus opening a special session, that's where, my, that's what's, yeah. that's what's pushing, making sure that I vote. And that's what I want to make sure that people understand is that when you are voting for people, I'm not here to tell you who to vote for, but I am telling you who I'm voting for. Leslie Briones, I'm voting for, you know, for, for Beto O'Rourke. I'm voting for people, for Lina Hidalgo, that have been with the people, that, ha- uh, that have taken the time to understand and learn. And also they come from that. It's very different when you're sitting up here at a higher point and you've always kind of been there. Yeah. And I don't care if you're married to a Latina. Uh, You know, I know the governor has been putting out some great, some really, and I want to say great marketing where I see his niece talking about my tío. I'm like, your tío has not shown up. Your tío is not doing what's right for the kids in Uvalde. Your tío, Abbott, is not doing what needs to happen for the kids that died at Rob Elementary. So that's what, what's driving my vote and the passion behind my vote right now. Yeah, progress to me is, is the government should not be able to tell you who you should marry, who you can have kids with, and what status of your trimester is acceptable or not. Um, the kids sh- you shouldn't be able to not get a hotel or rent a car until you're 21 or 25, but you can get a gun in the state at 18. Uh, student, you should not be able to vote with a concealed handgun license but not be able to vote with a student ID. Those are just very backwards, archaic, regressive standpoints of the conservative party that is not necessarily the conservative party that I necessarily grew up with when I had first immigrated here under Ronald Reagan. There was always small government and government always kind of stays at your lives. And to be honest, we all want, we're all socially liberal and fiscally conservative. We don't mm-hmm. want the government exactly. blowing our money on projects that benefit only a few. You want the government to get the best bang for its buck. There's always winners and losers Mm -hmm. in every kind of legislation. Sometimes you win and sometimes you lose. But over the course of a lifetime, if you win more than you lose, then you've come out ahead. And on the social side, it's not, it doesn't behoove, you know, what religion you can follow. It's all, these are all, these are all uh, tenets that are prescribed in the first amendment. And, you know, it's, it's now that like, like you have said, uh, uh, Claudia is, you know, these, they're, they're, they're coming together in Uvalde and they're trying to make a stand. But, you know, what, what we don't see is that Uvalde has an Hispanic community, but it also has an Anglo, Anglican community. Yes. There, and they're pushing back against them. They're making it difficult. And this idea that you should get DNA to identify your kids, is, it's just unreal. This is not, this is, they don't even do this in the third world country. 
You know, it always goes back yeah. to what is the solution for the problem without going into the source of the problem. Exactly. What is the source? What is causing these problems to happen in the first place? They don't want to address it because they're so afraid of going towards or going against the Second Amendment, going against the Guns Amendment. Like the mm -hmm. Second Amendment is so important, especially in Texas. And I think until parents say enough of that we're bullshit, done. we're and done. And the kids and but the young enough people. enough of us yeah. have to go out yeah. there and vote on these things. We cannot continue to allow the old farts, the dinosaurs that haven't died yet, to continue to dictate where Texas is going. Exactly. It is red because of them. It should be at least purple or blue because of mm -hmm. us. But there's not enough of us that are actually taking the stand and saying, fuck the shit. We do not need this for our kids anymore. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired. Definitely. We can't be sending our kids to public school and be scared every fucking day. Yeah. That's, uh, that's ridiculous. Unfortunately, this unfortunate event is where I heard many families who have changed and who they're voting for. Because of this, there's a few. I, I, I listened to some of the parents talking like, but but that goes back to the marketing. Yeah. How, how do we make sure that the marketing on the other side is putting out there the information that they need to know? Uh, persons that are running and people that I've done like, you know, campaigns for, I'm like, okay, what are you saying that are that is in threes that is as short as a TikTok so people can hear that and take that with them? Why do I know about Stacey Abrams and what she's voting on and why we should vote against Kemp? And that's it. That's in Georgia. Like I, I listen to her her commercials and I listen to her thing and it's really short. Yeah. It's very quick. Right. It's very progressive. It's very now. You want those sound bites? Yes. And then I'm like, I don't. I know why I should vote for Stacey even though I can't. I want that here in Texas. We need to stop showing up to the polls or to a campaign with, with soliloquy, right. with poetry, right. with this is what we've always, nah, right. yes. no, we need to start. We need to show yeah. up with a fight. If Demo they're showing up with fire, right. we show up with a gun. Democrats need to fight. I, I, I know, pun intended. I'm right. sorry. Yeah. Show up with fire with fire. Right. We can't show up to a fight. I agree. With a, 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 a with, well, so, with, Democrats with, have a tendency to fall in love and not fall in line. Yes. Right. And we're, yes. It's, it's a political party that encompasses everything from A to Z. Mm -hmm. The Republicans are more homogeneous. Oh, they will go forward They'll no matter forward. what. And regardless of the hypocrisy, regardless of you know, what their values are, mm -hmm. obviously Herschel Walker mm -hmm. does not fall into the category mm -hmm. of Republican social conservatives. Yeah. Neither does Donald Trump, but they don't care. They'll hear Doesn't one matter. thing they like. And they'll fall in line for and that one particular it. issue. Democrats, it's just overly complex for them all yeah. the time there's always nuance and everything you can't convince that middle that center that you're always needing to win with nuance you can't. can't it's like what you had said claudia you got to uh streamline it to make it something that it's memorable that's what she exactly. stands for exactly like the first time i i remember hearing it just off of my head was sarah palin when she talked about that the government's going to kill your grandmother or the death panel or something and that's all they heard yep. and regardless if it was true or not they just they were they believed it and that's it and that's it. There's no... Because you don't have to convince the liberal left or even the center left. You kind of have to convince the, the center, right? The middle. And the center's always kind of wavering between right and left. And they don't want to hear all the wokeness. They don't want to hear no. all the political correctness. No. They want to hear what, what does well for them in the Midwest yes. and in Appalachia. you got to compartmentalize it. You can't say you're up here on the lead, on the coast and then say, I'm going to convince the people in the middle. They don't live on the coast. Your, your lives are different. In the end, people want to be able to have amazing schools to send yes. their kids to. Right. They want to be able to have an ability to work somewhere that's going to give them great pay, some benefits. 
In the end, people want to be able to drive on a street where you're not going to lose a tire in a hole. What are the things that bring us together? And then also, that's it. It's it. Everybody wants to live and eat and breathe and be able to do the things they want to do that make them happy as long as they're not hurting anybody. Yes. How do we make sure that that is continuously happening? So, you must manually select each of your choices for every single contest, guys. It is not... Wow. What is it called? Like it's not straight, not straight, t- straight, straight ticket, ticket anymore. No, it's not straight ticket anymore. You've got to go in there and pick the candidates that are affiliated with your party or whoever you want to vote for. Yeah. It really is going to take a little bit of a while, so come in there ready to go, but you are going to be voting specifically each one at a time. So you're going to also be able to print out your ballot, so they will print it out for you. It's a two-ballot right now because it's super long. And uh, go through the list because it's long. And so even like um, our candidates are kind of like at the end, mostly. Um, we are also endorsing Jarrell Rogers for yes, judge. So am I. Um, if you meet uh, eligibilities, you're 65 and older. Um, you make sure that you've, oh, for mail-in ballots. Like those are different. If you want to do a mail-in ballot, those are different. Those are 65 and older on election day. Um Let's see what else is going on. Oh, there's also a video on how to vote and how to use the voting machines because there's a new voting machine. And that's on HarrisVotes.com if you want to see how the right. new voting machines are working. And they're actually quite easy. You it's just have complex. to insert. Yeah, you just yeah. have to insert the paper. And if you need help, right. please ask somebody. And it's also under four languages. Um, I just read that somewhere that you, if you are one Chinese, Spanish, English, and Vietnamese. 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 So it is in four languages if you want to have that as well. Just want to oh just want to add to that the reason why there's a mail there's a paper ballot now in addition to electronically voting is a result I think and I may be wrong from the 2020 election maybe it was 2016 but uh it's just to provide proof that the electronic voting machines are not rigged because there's this perception I don't know if anybody remembers after 2020 there was a a company called Dominion that was uh, contracted by the Federal Election Commission uh, that was to do the federal election for the presidency. And there was this conspiracy that Donald Trump had created. Mm-hmm. There was no proof that they had messed with the algorithm that had created uh, votes that were going to Trump that had gone to Biden. There's mm-hmm. absolutely no evidence for that. But Nine. So now you're having to do a paper ballot as backup, you know, for your electronic voting. That's all it is. Yeah. So show up. To show up, yeah. Just show, show up, up bring your ID. Be ready to wait. And also, there is also this, um, I've, I've been hearing about names being purged from the list. So if you come across that, again, there's people there. You need to make sure that you have a provisional ballot. You need to make sure that it's documented. Um, make sure that you have HarrisVotes.com. If you're here in Harris County in Harris Houston. HarrisVotes.com. HarrisVotes.com. Please be aware if you feel that if you show up and they're telling you that you're not on here, your name, you need to do not stand down because that is part of the game. When the people in power are losing, they tend to change the rules of the game. And right now we need to make sure that you stand your ground that you ask for all the help you need. And I'm and the HarrisVotes.com has a lot of numbers yes. on there that you can call that in case you need to call like a poll watcher. HarrisVotes.com, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also if you're looking for a place to vote, there's the polling locations. And they're mm-hmm. all actually cited there on their website. It's, I'm 
And just a reminder, you can vote anywhere. It's nine different voting locations where you can go. Guys, Harris County tends to be blue. And then the rest of Texas tends to be red. There's no reason why we cannot supersede those numbers of the reds. Mm -hmm. It is really ridiculous that so many of us stay home and decide... Oh, somebody else is going to vote. Yeah. It's going to it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. No, it's not going to be fine. One or two votes matter a lot. Like this is local, this is state, and they matter so much to us even more than the national elections in terms of what happens to our kids at the school level, what happens at the community levels, what happens at the um, mayoral vote, mayoral point. Mm -hmm. Lina Hidalgo is again running for re-election. She is the incumbent. We have Alexandra out there that's running really hard. Mm -hmm. Her signs are everywhere, guys. That is not a reason for us to stay home and say, oh, it's already done, it's over. No, it isn't. This is the moment you have to get out there. They know it's not done. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have to put the signs up if they knew it was Exactly, done. exactly. And for me, for having Lena at the helm, I think, I believe that she did an amazing job navigating us right. through COVID. Right. I want to say if we had someone like this other woman, this other person, yeah. it would be business as usual, yeah. keep everything open. We, I think we would have even... We would have had a, a worse turnout here in Houston. Yep. I think our economy would probably would have gotten worse because... We, Lena did made the decisions based on research, based on science, based on what was coming out. And as research was changing, she made, she made those decisions. She looked at other cities that were being, that were being uh, affected by COVID and how they navigated it. So it wasn't just someone saying, I'm going to do this because the voters told me I want you to do this. She said, I'm going to make the best decision based on my economy, my city, my county, but also looking at other places that went through COVID before us and how they navigated that. I want someone that's not going to do something because someone paid them to be there. I want someone to do something because they're looking at numbers, data, research, bringing in other heads, coming together and making sure that the best decisions are made. Also keeping in mind the city, our economy and the people, because our goal is to move forward. Right. So that's the whole goal. Right. How can we continue moving forward, but making sure we look at everything that's going to affect that progress, not just making a decision because I got voted in by them and they want me to continue to stay open. Yeah, running for office is never popular. There's, mm-hmm. like we said earlier, there's always winners and losers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if, there's a good likelihood that if Alexandra was in office, it would have been more about the business-minded approach, and then it would just kind of prolong right. the inevitable. Right. The other thing is um, there's weather prognostications that it might get super cold again. Are we ready to go through another freeze like Abbott right. um, allowed yeah. the last time in 2021, in February 2021? That is something else. It should be in people's minds. And let's not forget that that happened in February 2021. Under his watch. There's a lot of things that are still unclear and why he continues to maintain the status quo. Follow the money. Follow the money. Follow the money. money. It's always about the money, but let's go back to that. Real real quick, I have a really close family that that has been in the oil and gas energy for 30 years. 25 plus they have seen the turbines. They have seen how these things are not being taken care of as they should. Why? Because there's nobody watching over that. Right. There's no regulation that says you must have your turbines up to this blah, blah, blah by this date. So you have turbines out there that are generating electricity that are older than us. 
But no one, but if a little piece goes miss, goes wrong, they'd rather just put a bandaid over that little piece than redo the whole thing because that costs money. Yeah. That costs taking the, the turban offline. Right, so right, right. this whole, so we have to think about who's in charge. You want to make a buck. A company's not going to want to take their, their, their machine offline because they're going to lose money. Yeah. So, but we need to have that. There's nothing wrong with having oversight. There's nothing wrong with having right. oversight to make sure that these things are in place. That's There's nothing. Of the political party, exactly. Right? It's about we're people. Right? We're all affected. I don't care if you're blue, you're red, right. you're purple, whatever. Democratic neighborhoods that were affected. Exactly. So it's like, look at that. Like, let's push the people that are making these decisions or are not making the best decisions to make sure that we don't go through this again. And who does ERCOT, ERCOT you know, answer to? Yeah. Abbott. I don't know if you are not, if you are on the fence and you're not thinking about voting, you're saying, why does it matter? It does matter. You know, Ab Abbott and O'Rourke are neck to neck right now. Mm -hmm. You could be the person that decides where this goes. And honestly, if you are a young American, if you are a young Tejano, Tejana, you do not want Abbott at the, at, at the helm anymore. This is status quo it is what it is and it's been like that forever and they do not answer to you guys they answer to corporate they answer to their lobbyists let's give somebody else a chance who might come in and do something different for us they have yeah. go think, out I there i think we have forgotten what government means that we are the government we the people that's who that's who who's supposed to run this yep and I think we need to bring that back in our high schools and yeah, our schools right. to, to teach our students in high school. Like you are the government, right. you make up the government, the people right. that are in office are supposed to answer to us, but somewhere along the way, the people in office began to answer to the people that put them in office, the people with the money, like the mattress max, like the people that have the money, like right. the reliance, like whatever, I like you know, mattress max until it got involved. You know, I, I, I'm all about mattresses for everyone. Yes. He's you know, a I'm, businessman. Yes, I, I think so. But he, he did a good job of staying out of politics for mm -hmm. the better part of half a century. I don't know yeah. why he got involved. But in you know what? There's... He keeps coming back to crime. Yeah. And there's a reason why crime, I mean, there's a reason to it. And okay. we talked about that this morning. There's been a defunding of a lot of, of money mm -hmm. that needs to go to police. Mm -hmm. And the people that were supposed to show up right. to vote, to vote, are holding their, they're, they're not yeah. showing up. They did not show up. Right. So that is the reason why a lot of things yeah, are not happening. Commissioner mm -hmm. didn't show yeah. up. They're supposed Cagle to be and, and Ramsey. And Ramsey. They were supposed to uh, show up. They're supposed for to be a quorum. A, for a quorum. They didn't do it. Additional funding was supposed to be for their precincts. Actually, mm -hmm. two of the precincts head of the constables had showed up and they just, they were, they were for, Cagle and Ramsey Nash, they don't even want the money. Yeah. And there are, and it's what, what uh, Leslie was saying the other day, Alexander's going around saying, I'm going to put a thousand police officers. That's just so easy for people to remember. And that's such a random arbitrary number, mm -hmm. but people will bite into that. They'll think that she's going to put a thousand police officers yeah. on there. Even if she puts 200, they'll, Republicans like to find a way to it's weasel the their way out of something yep. later on once they get into office. The Democrats need to counter back. He says, we have positions that are open, like Lena has said when we had gone to her yeah. fundraiser, mm -hmm. that are unfulfilled. There are police officers, uh, uh, law enforcement positions that are open. They don't want to be filled. And the question is, is why they don't want to be filled. Is it money? Is it because, you know, there's a bad stigma now with police yeah. officers? Maybe there needs to be better training. There's, And that's always goes back to the democratic issues. It's always an issue on nuance. And it's yeah. never, they never know how to compact it into something that's marketable. Exactly. That's it's a, it all comes down to marketing and messaging.
It's marketing and messaging that's exactly right. And unless you really look into every single detail, I don't know if you're ever going to fucking understand what it's about. Yeah. And you're just going to hear the soundbite. And the soundbite's going to sound good. And you're going to go in the valley and you say, oh, I like what they said. Or I just saw her sign. I just yeah. saw that sign. I am remember it in my head. I don't know who they stand for, what they do, but... That's it. That's it. But you need to dig deep. Right. And we need to also, you know, create when you're campaigning, when you're putting your message out. Because right now, everyone's everyone's just scrolling. Everyone yeah. gives things like a few minutes, a few a seconds. Few seconds. So yeah. it's like you really have to tailor your information right. and your campaign slogans right. or whatever something you do to something. Read. Yes. Right. Because that's what our brains now, unfortunately, in the last, I guess, 15 years, yeah. have yeah, now 15. been accustomed right. to small pieces. Right. So this headlines. is headlines, yeah. you know, blurbs, headlines, yeah. shortness. Like, why should I vote for? And the threes. I always, I used yeah. to say, people remember things in threes. Now it's like people remember threes and things in three seconds, right. and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, how do we make sure that the message is getting out as to why this person? And I want to just remind everybody who's out there: if you have parents, if you have family that doesn't typically go out and vote, get them out there and vote this time. It is so important that you set up a voting plan. Say, we're going to get together on mm-hmm. so-and-so day, and we're all going and we're voting. Take pictures of it so you can share it on social. That's yes. been helpful. Some people say, oh, I saw it on social. I'm going to go, re- I, they remember. Yeah. Like, it, that's what it is now. Like, now you post it on social and they hashtag say, oh, it. hashtag it. I get out there, guys. The younger generation needs to step up, needs to be the one that dictates what happens in the state of Texas. We cannot continue to allow the outskirts of Texas and allow the older people to determine because they're going to die in in a few years. What's going to be left of that? Status quo? Yeah, what they put in position and in power is going to be left over for us. So. And back to um, TikTok. I want to just throw this for TikTok. A yeah. lot of camp, uh, a lot of people that are running for office, the first thing I ask them is like, what's your TikTok handle? What's your TikTok? And mm-hmm. that get faces like, why would I want a TikTok? That's not, because those are your future voters. TikTok really took off during the pandemic. TikTok is where you go now to sell stuff, post stuff, share stuff. And if you are running for office and you're, if you're not there, then you're already behind. Yeah, you need true. to be there because that it not only are you putting your message out, but you're reaching out to your future voters. They're the ones that collectively were able to shut down um, Trump, one of Trump's rallies, because it was through TikTok where they were spreading buy a ticket, but don't show up. And because they bought the tickets, then they added this extra space at a rally during this last campaign. No one showed up. It was because of the TikTok generation. It was because they were passing it around and sharing it to everybody else. Go on there, get a ticket, but don't show up. That's it. So use, there's, that's free. I always tell the people that are running for office, I'm like, did you have your TikTok? Do you have your TikTok? Do you have your TikTok? Because if you don't, you need to get one. HarrisVotes.com, guys. HarrisVotes.com. It tells you exactly where to go, how to make a plan for voting, find a polling location. If you're if you're work, worried about your registration status, you can go there. You can view a sample ballot. They'll show it to you. They'll show you how to vote by mail. Um, what re- what IDs are required for voting, and then the election schedule, guys, goes from October 24th, again, October 24th, 2022, to November 4th, 2022, and then election date is November 8th. Do not stay home. Get everybody out and voting. We cannot stay home anymore. This is not something we can do anymore. It's impossible. 
Claudia. Thank you yes. for being here for uh, our episode today. We talked about some important topics. But tell me a little bit about what you're doing and what's um, happening for you. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I stepped into a new role. It, it's a blessing. It's called, it's the assistant director of Brain Builders. Okay. And they came, you know, the universe and God gives you things when you need it, not when okay. you want it. Uh-huh. I've been wanting something like this forever. I've been an education. I was an education consultant for 10 years, supporting teachers, supporting parents, doing workshops and early literacy. And and then I went back into the brick and mortar school, did that for a few years. And then I, I just put my resume out there and I was just praying on it, put it on my vision board. Thank you, Connie. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and then it, it appeared, it showed up with uh, the Hackett Center for Mental Health. Um, Dr. Keonta Moore was hired to take over the, the, the Hackett Center as a director. Okay. She brings me on board and says, you know, hey, I'd like for you to interview for, to be assistant director of Brain Builders. Oh, what is that? She goes, it's all about parents and supporting moms who are pregnant, just had a baby. And it's all about providing them a space where they can come and do almost like a, a support group. Mm-hmm. But we talk about topics around um, building healthy attachments, uh, managing stress, um, building resilience, self-efficacy, kind of like self-love. And I'm like, I'm down. How and when and what? Who can participate in this? So in this program, moms that are currently pregnant and moms that are parenting right now a child that is zero to three years of age, preschool. And it's free. Okay. And it's online. It's online. So they can go basically on their computer and pull it up. Their phone, computer, their their iPad, anywhere. We once you register, and I'm going to give you all the information so we can share with it. But it's Brain Builders. Uh That's where you can find us on um, Instagram, on Facebook, Brain Builders. Um, And then you just we you sign up. You sign up for the the sessions. I call them mom meetups because we're meeting up, and it's a bunch of moms. When are the sessions? And they're happening. And they're happening right now. We already started our fall cohort. Okay. It ends at the end, right before, uh, like in December. Then we have another cohort, okay. the winter cohort that starts, or spring winter that starts in January. And so once you register, you get a link, and it's only an hour and a half where we meet, okay. and for six sessions. After the six sessions, you can come back to something called the Hangouts. And twice a month where we just send you a link. You want to hang out with us online for a month, uh, for two, uh, for an hour. And we just talk about whatever the mom wants Why to talk about. Why is it so important to give moms this, these trainings at the first first few years of their babies? The, the research shows that the first three years mm-hmm. is where it's the maximum time where all these, these connections are made in the baby's brain. The biggest thing that we are focused in talking about is responding to your infant and your toddler. In responding with your infant and your toddler from a very early age, you're getting them wired to how they can, how they will be as adults. Um, It's knowing that if I cry, I will be taken care of. I will be cuddled. I will be changed. I will be fed. I will feel what I need so that my nervous system is calm. Allowing for a child to cry it out or to not, or for us not to go to their, to them when they need it. It's setting them up to realize later their central nervous system is always going to be feeling that someone's not coming. And, and then it leads into everything else, into education, you know, opportunities, learning, being able to focus, being able to feel loved and accepted, being able to have relationships with other people, I don't right. care, your significant other or just family, friends in general. 
So it's just really building the block so that um, the child has a great foundation where they understand and they know and they feel that when I am crying, when I need something, that mom, that parent, that caregiver is going to come and give me what I need. So that way, as an adult, I can then give myself what I need. So that's that's the beauty of it. And so then healthy foundation. It's a healthy foundation, and also healthy gives foundation. and it's all, it also gives them, the moms a chance to come together with other moms, and to just yeah. chat, comadrear, network. Especially when you you're the mom of a baby and mm-hmm. a little one, you're just um, a little confused, or you're just worried that you're not doing the right thing. Yeah. And I have some moms right now that have twenty one year olds. But then they have a baby now. Oh my goodness! Yes, I have moms That's on the. Scary. Yes, I have moms right now that I, I got a sixteen year old, and then I had a now I have a I have a newborn, and I and I want to do something different. Yeah, I want to learn more. I've learned myself, and mm-hmm. I learned for myself, and I think I should do something a little bit different for this new one. Yeah. And, and I think that's beautiful. I don't, you know, moms are coming in first time moms or moms have been momming out and now they have, they have, new, they've been momming out and now they have a newborn yeah. and they're wanting to say that they're telling me, I want to learn something more. I want to blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you know what? You come to the right place. So brain builders, it's all about, you know, we built the brains literally inside our body. Most of us, or we received the baby, a new, a brain through adoption or surrogacy, whatever. However the baby comes to you, mm-hmm. now we have this enormous, amazing, beautiful task and challenge of continuing the building of that brain. And not only are you setting that up for the babies and the toddlers, right. uh-huh. but you're also, in a way, rebuilding yours or building yours or building yours up again. And that's what Brain Builders is about. Where can they find you, Claudia? Where can they, they find Brain Builders? Go to Facebook, go to Instagram and find us on at Brain Builders HTX. Follow us, like us, and that way you can th- you you'll get the notifications mm-hmm. when our classes are coming up again. Once you get the notification, you sign up. Got you it. get a, a little um cal- you get a little Zoom link because everything's on Zoom now. Um, you don't have to pack your baby and go anywhere. You can zoom us into your home, your kitchen, your while you're breastfeeding. Where, while you're breastfeeding. We have moms breastfeeding. I can imagine changing diapers. Yeah. <laughs> we have moms online. The kids are jumping in the background. And that's and what this is, is about. There, and mom is still the there. Mom doesn't have to get a, a babysitter. Mom doesn't need to go pack up her kids and the ba- and the baby and the stuff and go anywhere. I so that. that's what it is. And it's free. It's free. It's totally free. Yes. So the Episcopal Foundation, uh, the Episcopal Health Foundation and the PAL Foundation are the ones that are powering brain They're builders. Funding They're funding it. Mm-hmm. And I think preschool, um, just preschool education and early infant education is so important super important super important unless you know as a mom all those different things that we can do for kids to set them up for their future it's so important to go to a class like this and it gives you such such good valuable information on how you can create yeah and everything is based on harvard research um the developing child the developing child and we just took that information and made it into tips and strategies that you can take and use so can I go into a little bit of a, of a little bit of a side conversation? Yes. <laughs> mothers who come from wealthier environments, mothers who come mm-hmm. from um, access, white privilege, privilege as well, yes. privilege. Most of them are white women. They yeah. know all these things already, yes. and they can afford yes to send their kids to programs like this. Guys, this this program is out there for you to take and take advantage of because this is what those mothers are using. Yeah. They really do know that. Why? Because a yeah. lot of them are very highly educated. They're mm-hmm. Harvard, Yale educated, Ivy League educated. Ivy League, yeah. And 
a lot of us are educated and we know what we need to do for our kids. We just don't know how to access a lot of this information. And you guys are giving this to us and saying, here, we're giving you this access that Mm -hmm. a lot of privileged moms get access to. Exactly. And it's totally free. And it's free. It's free. And, And our goal is to create a brain builder mom group where we bring in other moms and we're constantly there to support each other as we develop language, as we send our kids off to the world, as we help them build resilience in our, build resilience in ourself. And then that reflects on the kids and also building those strong attachments, healthy attachments with us, the caregivers, so that when they're moving in life, that they have healthy attachments with their significant others. Because, you know, and, and that's what this is about is, and you're so right about the, the access, the access, the access is so important. The and this is why this, this needs to, and I want you to, you know, share it far and wide. And also it's, it will be available in Spanish, um, beginning January of 20, 2023. So I will, I'm now facilitating the classes and the sessions in English. I will be facilitating in Spanish. I am also looking in the future as we grow because our goal is not just to have brain builders here in Houston but it's statewide because you can zoom from anywhere and then go nationwide and then have this whole brain builder community, just going out there and making sure we're doing what's right for kids and ourselves. Because we're, we, like you said, we, like I said, we built the brains inside, they pop out. Now we got to continue supporting and building that young toddler and infant's brain as they navigate the world. Love that beautiful message and beautiful, um, mission to have yeah Claudia. thank you so much for sharing that and guys if you're interested in knowing a little bit more about that yes follow like us friend us on instagram and on facebook brain builders htx guys thanks for having us on yeah Guy thank you and lady <laughs> and flapper lady flapper know, lady yes. it's our costume yes your hollywood edi- your hollywood 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 edition <laughs> yeah something like that i guess yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I love know. it flapper. i love it flapper. i know so thank you so much for being here for this um mini episode on voting elections again harrisvotes.com if you know who you're voting for we're endorsing Jarrell Rogers, Pamela Medina. Mm-hmm. We're endorsing Leslie Briones. Right. Uh, obviously, Lina Hidalgo and Beto O'Rourke. We are definitely asking you all to please go out there and vote for our future. Yes. And I'm definitely going to be incorporating these um, websites in our description. So make sure you look at the descriptions to see what's what's going on. And also, if you need more information, you can find Claudia. Where can they find you? Oh, yeah. Find me on Facebook. Claudia I. Macias. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, my whole name, Claudia I. Macias. And you can connect with all the projects that, I've, that I'm doing, especially Brain Builders, inviting all the moms out there that are currently pregnant or parenting a child zero to three. You're welcome to join on. We're only on session two right now. Or you can also join us in January. Perfect. Perfect. Do not hesitate. Look out for that. And if you like what you hear, let me know. I want your feedback. I want to know what you're thinking. If you want any more information on something else, reach out to me. You can DM at Vibes by Alicia. You can also find me at the Alicia underscore Alicia E. And um, definitely just keep yeah. an eye out. And yeah. uh, we've got some really good information. Claudia, I appreciate you so much being yes, here today. Yes, no, thank you. And you've been nothing but a wealth of information and support and a friend. Yes. A real friend to me. So yes. I appreciate that.
back. Yes, I appreciate you too. I, I know that every person that crosses my path is for a reason. And one of the things that you have always been there for me is a, is a, is a light, is someone that is constantly reminding me either verbally or through a text or through a post of keep going and keep moving forward and to make sure that whatever God has given me as a talent and, and, and shows me my mission to, even though I'm afraid at times to keep moving forward. Absolutely. So thank you. Thank you. And you're also my Madrina because I'm in Leadership Houston. And if it wasn't for you and and supporting (laughs) my sponsorship for Leadership Houston, I just want to also let you know, because of that sponsorship, I was able to connect um, Steve over at Yolanda Navarro Black Middle School. And um, I pitched an idea to do their market makeover. They have the Houston Food Bank give food there twice a month. That's already established. But they have a classroom that needed a makeover. I just interviewed him. I said, Steve, what else you want here? I'm here to talk about brain builders, but what else you got? What else you got going on? And he showed me his little classroom. It looks really sad. He's like, well, I have this classroom where I give out food, but my dream is to look, make it look like a market. Really? Okay, let's roll. You're going to, I'm going to ask you some questions. Tell us what you want. Girl, I don't even know. I just no. And listen, when you when you whenever you need anything or you need a sponsor or somebody to jump in and just kind of do some help in that. Yes. Do not hesitate to reach out to me. Alicia, I believe in you and yes. I believe in everything that you do. Yes. And I, you know, the first time I met you, I knew you were all about it. And I uh, honestly, I'm very picky about who I associate <laughs> with. <laughs> I'm very picky who I associate with. But honestly, when I saw you and I met you and I knew what your mission was in your life, I knew, okay, whatever she needs, she can reach out to me and I'm definitely going to be there and sponsor and help in whatever way I can. Thank you. Well, because you know, of there. you. We're going to have a, a classroom that's going to be turned Fantastic. into a market. Whenever you need anything. And I, I thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Claudia. <laughs> Love you. Love you too.